Hello, friends, and welcome once again to everybody's favorite therapy-themed podcast. This is This Changes Everything. I'm Sarah Rice. With me, as per usual, is the co-host I'm so thankful for. It's Therapy Jeff. Hello, Therapy Jeff. Hello. I'm thankful for you, too. What a nice, cute episode we have. I know. This is so good. I was thinking, I'm like, what would be a good, you know, we've already done like the prep for the Thanksgiving and, you know, holidays with like dealing with family and like mm-hmm. getting through all the stressfulness, blah, blah, blah. But then I'm like, wait, this is Thanksgiving. This is about giving thanks. Right? And we get so many wonderful little messages from listeners. I don't know about you. I'm sure you get this, but like when mm-hmm. I see somebody in just real life, like out in the streets, like people stop me and go, Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Yeah. I listened to your show and you guys really helped me. And so like, let's talk about some, uh, uh, wonderful things that we're thankful for. And also what Thanksgiving is kind of helpful to help us remember about is gratitude. Gratitude. And, um, just to like, kind of do a real vibe shift and maybe like fuck up the episode for just a second. Okay. We need to acknowledge that Thanksgiving is a little problematic Oh, or yes. very problematic, right? Yeah. We're not like condoning all the oh, horrible, totally. attra- right? <laughs> uh, 100%. There's that. Yeah. So I, I feel like we just need to sort of like put that out there as a disclaimer. We can still talk about gratitude and be thankful and understand that there's like some very problematic roots that are tied to Thanksgiving, right? Absolutely. And you know what? Later in the episode, we we are going to talk about what being grateful and what gratitude is and what it isn't. And Mm. sometimes people get confused on that. And especially when, you know, we uh, are, are often coming from a place of privilege or a place of having or even the that we can feel guilty for even Mm. thinking some of those thoughts. So we're going to talk about what it is and what it isn't and kind of help sort, sort out some of that, because I think you're touching exactly on some (laughs) things that people feel and why people struggle with gratitude and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So this, this will be, I think that like, whatever, it's the holiday season. A lot of people are thinking about gratitude. We have it on our mind. So it'd be good to do like just sort of a mini deep dive on it. But you're right, Sarah, I do get people that come up to me in the wild and tell me what they're grateful for. And it's usually, maybe I've said this before on this podcast, it's usually therapy, Jeff, thank you so much. It's because of you that I broke up with my boyfriend. Um, Yeah, there's just sort of like a a lot of my content is like, what is a healthy relationship and what isn't a healthy relationship? And sometimes you can feel a lot of gratitude for your own situation if you like leave toxic situations, which we're going to get into later, toxic relationships and personalities. Um, But yeah, attitude of gratitude. Uh, Why do we practice it and what does it do for us? So I'll go through some of a few, a a little while ago, I posted on Instagram, just like I put up a little message box and I was like, Hey, Mm -hmm. if you guys have ever, um, you know, like got something out of one of these episodes, you know, just shoot me over a quick message and tell me, tell me what was like a takeaway for you. And so I wanted to share some of the things that our listeners said, uh, that I thought were, you know, a nice little reminder. Um, one listener, Hannah Fran, said, if someone breaks up with you, they were probably a bad match. <laughs> it's like simple, but yeah, mm-hmm. we don't, it, it almost shortens the grieving process, you know, doesn't make it easier, but makes it go, you know what? Maybe this is okay. And why am I yeah. holding it's on so, to something I didn't it, want? 
it's so easy to forget that when someone when a relationship ends, you start to think like, no, they were the best, and here's all the positive things, and I'm still in love with them, and I want to convince them that they're a good match. But if you can remember that one little thing, which we've said mm-hmm. probably numerous times on this podcast, then it can save you a lot of time. Another listener wrote in and said that they used what we've talked about on the podcast to successfully add a new habit onto an existing one to create change in her routine. Mm. You love that habit episode. I love it because it's something that don't we all like bang our heads against the wall going like, oh, why can't I do this thing that I really want to do? Why can't I just create change and understanding the steps needed to actually develop and build a new habit is like, oh, it's not me. It's I wasn't doing A, B, and Mm -hmm. C to, you know, get the Mm -hmm. right answer. Exactly. Yeah. All right. What else? Uh, One of our listeners said impact and intent really helped learning the difference between impact or with impact and intent. Mm -hmm. I feel like you talked about this one, right? I do. I talk about this one every now and then where, and usually it comes from a place of like, we think that we're coming from a really good intentional place. Like, can't you see that I have good intentions here? But the impact that you're having on someone, even if you have really good intentions, might not hit the way you want it to. So we have to acknowledge that there's a difference between your good intentions and the impact that you're having on somebody. Um, This can shorten fights (laughs) if you can, like, acknowledge that this is a thing that's happening. Yes. And on both sides, that's been something I've been using. Mm -hmm. I've been saying, I recognize that what you're trying to do here is not drive me up the wall or... Mm-hmm. Make me crazy. <laughs> but right. the impact it is having <laughs> is making me crazy. So, <laughs> um, okay. One of our other listeners said that they found great comfort in listening to our episodes on repeat, just like as they fall asleep. Aww. And I did not think that I had the ASMR voice. <laughs> so it must be you because you do have a kind of a relaxing voice. Okay, I think my, yeah. mine is I'll a little faster. That. I had somebody once tell me that they listened to one of the podcasts on uh, like 1.5 or two times speed. I was like, are you – I've accidentally turned that on and listened to myself at two times the speed. I'm like – no. I, I feel like I need to be committed after listening to that. I'm like, this is crazy. That is that – nobody needs to hear that. Um, okay. Let's see. I'll, a few more. Um, one of our listeners said that they love listening to our podcast to learn a different prompts to ask their partner in the beginning of new mm. relationships. Oh, look yeah. at that. Yeah. I mean, we, it, it's important to make sure that you're on the same page or that there's a possibility for a really good, healthy match. So we love to give those prompts at the very beginning of relationships. Yeah. We had a whole bunch of people who wrote in and said that they have gone through breakups this year. Mm. And so they were very grateful for our podcast, for helping them during those difficult times. So thank you to the people who wrote in. Those were just a few of the the ones. You know, I didn't want to spend this whole time just talking about, you know, how amazing <laughs> we are. We just wanted to say we are so grateful for you guys listening and for all of the amazing questions that you've submitted. It's your questions and you guys listening to the show that, like, keeps us excited about it and doing it. So, mm-hmm. you know, just giving a little bit of uh, thanks to all y'all out there. Yeah. Do you think Sarah 
Do you think you are good at practicing gratitude or that yep. you always, have you always been good at it? One, I'm almost really? too good at it. Why? How have like, you always been good at it? Where does that come from? Uh, I will say that it came from a very early exposure to people and cultures and groups that were different than me that like I was lucky enough to do a lot of traveling, but my mom was a tour guide went before I was born and she was a tour guide in Europe and Northern Africa. And it was, uh, I mean, all she traveled all over the world, but she took us to places that were not like, you know, we weren't, it's like not first world problems traveling and seeing what true happiness came from and how the, the kids run around and playing outside with me in you know, Thailand were, uh, and I don't want to say, I'm just saying certain parts of Thailand. I know this is mm -hmm. not, I'm not making like yes. a generalization, right. but, uh, they versus like the, I grew up in LA in like right. Hollywood, you know, mm -hmm. versus like the kids that were like on the film sets. Like mm -hmm. I learned a lot more and I was so great. I learned what to really be grateful for and what to really hmm. like, what mattered, you know, and I mm -hmm. would go with my aunt to visit factories. She worked in manufacturing and I went with her to visit, um, like her factories and in India and in China. And I remember I was like 13 years old and my aunt on one of these trips gave me in like, here's what you can spend at this store today. What an entire month's worth of salary was for somebody who worked the factories and was very clear mm -hmm. to like, tell me this. And I was like, I'm not spending it. And somebody worked an entire month for this. I'm just going to go in and there and buy whatever, like some stupid thing that I don't want. And so I think that really helped, you know, and, and we were like feast or famine. Like some years we had mm -hmm. money and then my mom in the industry, she would like, there would be a writer's strike or something mm -hmm. like that. And it was like shopping at the 99 cent store for Christmas this year. And so, mm -hmm. so I think it made me really realize what things are important to me. And, wow. Yeah. Those yeah. are some really powerful experiences that yeah. you had. And I think that's one of the different, like I was always told by my family and parents to have gratitude, but I was never like, I never had experiences that actually like made me really <laughs> have gratitude instead of being told I should have been like shown or something. And, yeah. um, I think, you know, my parents had a good intention, but the impact was pretty weak. Like it didn't. And also, but what about when you were a teenager, Sarah? Cause when I was a teenager, it was like so cool to hate and to yeah. like be anti everything yeah. and not have gratitude. Like if you had gratitude when you were a teenager, you were a fucking loser where I grew up. Yeah. Was that a thing for you? Yeah, like, I was you... already a loser. So <laughs> I, I was like the weird goth chick. So I mm. like went, I, and this was a time where I was doing peer counseling for people who ha were like sexual abuse survivors. And I was working as like a camp counselor with, with kids. And, and, and mm -hmm. I just had a lot of trauma growing up that really, I think made me, I said this in my interview for the real world, because they asked me about like, why am I always like this optimistic or something like that? And I said, every day I'm not being like sexually abused or anything like that's happening. It's a freaking good day. So what do I like? Every day is good. This is way better. So that, yeah. I mean, it sounds morbid to say it like that, but I think that the, the past and the things that I had overcome kind of made me go mm -hmm. like, Oh, mm -hmm. it set the bar real low. But, you know, sure, but to like, work to raise it I don't a know. little I, bit. 
Yeah. I almost feel like your gratitude that you developed was, I mean, it was, is great. And, but also like a survival mechanism. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And I've worked with therapists who said, sometimes I'm too forgiving and too like, uh, that, that sometimes people are just assholes and people just like, you can be pissed off and mad at this thing. You don't have to see the, the silver lining. It's like Mm. toxic optimism in a way. (laughs) Right. Toxic positivity sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, and there's like good, you know, pros and cons or what good and bad things to like defense mechanisms or survival mechanisms. But this yeah. one's kind of worked out for you. Yeah, you know? it ha- it's, it's worked. It's not terrible, but it, and it does keep me in check. And I, it, it you know, Interesting. yeah. So yeah, that's, I don't that's... know. I feel like growing up in the 80s and 90s for me, where it was like, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm on the border of, I'm in between millennials and Gen Xers yeah. and Gen Xers. You know, I had like an older sister and I had like older friends and they're all just like, fuck everything. They're like all Ethan Hawke, just yes. mad and grisly. Oh and, uh, Ethan Hawke is so accurate. Ethan what... Hawke is Gen X. Like that is the perfect. Yeah. Uh, and and so kind of was... Claire Danes too. Oh my she God. She seems totally. whiny like that. Oh, she's so fucking whiny. Right. I loved it. I ate it up. And I thought that was like, that was how you should be cool is to be anti everything and not have any gratitude. And I just wanted to punch those little gratitude havers in the face. Um, I also, there's probably something about it too, for me, where like, I, at least for most of my childhood had like the privilege of being anti-gratitude. Like I was actually fucking fine. So I could like play, (laughs) play this, like, I don't care about anything and fuck authority. Like I could play that character and I was allowed to do it. The thing though, is that like, it set me up for this, like, uh, you know, these like really ingrained thought patterns that like, you shouldn't feel gratitude for anything because you're actually you know, if you, if you don't expect anything to work out or if you don't have gratitude, then you're safe. Then like nothing's going to work out in the end anyways. So that sounds like a survival strategy like as well. We just went two different directions with it. Right. Yeah. Uh, so it was, so I do practice a lot of gratitude now, but it was a journey in order to get to this place. It wasn't something that happened naturally for me. Well, I'll tell you what I am always thankful for, and that's anything that makes mealtime easier. I don't know about you, but the holidays give me, well, actually, the entire year gives me no time to do anything, and I go to Daily Harvest to keep my stomach and my freezer full with tons of amazing options. Uh, We got veggie and fruit-packed smoothies, soups, Mm -hmm. harvest bowls, anything for every time of the day. Yeah, the best part of daily harvest for me, I think is actually like when I go to the store, I get really stressed out about like what fruits and veggies to pick out. When is the best time to eat them? Um, and daily harvest works with like directly with farmers to secure the best ingredients and freezes them at peak ripeness to lock in that always in season taste. So I really love that. Um, they make it super easy. I just always keep a bunch in my freezer so that whenever I'm in a pinch, like we've talked about before for like in between clients and we need a really quick meal that's super tasty and filling daily harvest is the way to go. So we think that you should keep yourself and your freezer full with hassle-free meals from daily harvest. You should go to dailyharvest.com slash TCE to get up to $65 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash TCE for up to $65 off your first box, dailyharvest.com slash TCE. Yeah. Try that apple cinnamon forager bowl. It's delicious. Oh, it's so good. 
when I was in grad school, we did a 16 week uh, gratitude practice. We would do a journal. They would, it would just be like every day, just write down what you're mm -hmm. grateful for. It was amazing. The people who struggled with this project. Oh yeah. I think even the act of even sitting down to switch your mind into practicing that does bring up some stuff for people. So, you know, I do want to talk a little bit about what it is and what it isn't to kind of like, I don't know, acknowledge that. And also, you know, gratitude, this, this is a, this is something that like, I don't, is, I don't know, sounds like a pop psychology, either word or concept, but is, is not, this is something that we absolutely know leads to positive outcomes, has insane benefits for everything like better sleep, improved resilience. Like it is so, so helpful. It is. And it, uh, it's whether a therapist knows it or not, or is going to be transparent about it or not. So much of therapy is us, the therapist, trying to get you to feel feelings of gratitude. Yes, um, that's so true. <laughs> yeah. In any sort of like which way we can, because we do know that if you do feel like a general sense of gratitude, there's going to be a ton of benefits. It doesn't mean that like everything in their life is fixed. Um, and, and, and it's also like very difficult to do sometimes, especially in the world that we live in. Like there's a ton of fucked up, horrible, traumatic, disgusting, gross shit that's going on all over. And, and we're getting like images pumped into our phones and uh, eyeballs and, and ears about like all the horrible things. And you're like worried that if you're not paying attention to all the bad things, then you're not going to be informed and you're going to be ignorant. And, and you're, so you, you, that sort of like naturally affects who you are. So you have to like really deliberately create this, this, this feeling of gratitude in order to like start shifting the way you experience your life. But yeah, let's talk a little bit more about what gratitude actually is. Yeah. How about, you know, I, we have a little list of what it is and what it isn't. I, how about I give you the things that it is and you can give everyone the things that it is Sounds not. All, All right. right. So what is gratitude? It's a way of acknowledging the good thing, good things in life, regardless of how big or small. We can practice gratitude for everything. It can be super simple. I'm super grateful that I have, oh, I remember what real one movie that made me really feel grateful, The Sound of Metal. Have you seen that film? No, I don't even know what that is. Oh means. my gosh. Okay. I can never remember the name of this actor. <laughs> Rez, Re, Reza, Re, oh. I'm so bad with actors' names. I wonder if our producer put it in the no they did not. But it's a, it's a movie about a drummer who loses oh. his hearing. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I do. I have seen this. It's yes. phenomenal. Mm -hmm. I practice gratitude over having hearing for a month after like just wake up they, little things. I'm so grateful that I could hear. And it makes you listen to the birds outside, which then makes you be present and and be in the moment, which then reduces all kinds of stress levels and things like that. So just little teeny tiny things, small or big. Riz Ahmed. Yes. Riz Ahmed. Thank yes. you, producer Adam. Thank you, producer Adam.
okay. here's what here's one thing that gratitude is not. It is not a tool for ignoring or denying problems or difficulties, which is kind of what I was saying before. Exactly. Like, you can it so you're not supposed to just sort of like have gratitude so that you avoid everything that's going on in the world. It's not like turning a blind eye to everything, but it might be kind of like acknowledging that there's hard things and it's sort of like what Sarah was saying when she watched that movie that like you things could be worse. And so I have a lot of appreciation and gratitude for my experience. And also what can I do for the people that don't have the experience that I'm having, um, which could motivate you to donate money or volunteer time or raise awareness. Right. Yes. Uh, so it's not. You're not supposed to have like gratitude so that you can ignore all the bad things, right. but you can, you can do both at one time, you know, the, yes. there's hard stuff and good stuff. And I like that that answer also talks a little bit about what it motivates you to do. So y- you can even notice and practice gratitude in what you see in the actions of others that then help us motivate to do kind acts mm-hmm. towards others too. So mm-hmm. Gratitude is also recognizing or expressing uh, appreciation for the kindness and generosity of the people around you. So, you know, you get a good hug from a friend and you like think, wow, I'm so lucky to have a friend who gives me a good hug like this. Simple. Mm -hmm. That's it. Exactly. Another thing it is not, it's not a competition about who has more or better things. I think it's, It might be like, well, you have all the things, you have all the big, shiny, expensive things. So of course you can have more gratitude and I'll never have as much gratitude as you. That's a real sort of like self-fulfilling prophecy. I get where you're coming from. It probably is a lot easier when you have all the money and all the things to a certain degree. I don't know. Yeah, because then Uh, you have all the sadness too. Trust me, I've seen those people. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, But I think that it can get into like this weird competitive place and that's not what gratitude is about. Yes. Uh, What it is, it's recognizing the positive uh, aspects of life even in the face of adversity or challenges. So even in those times when things are really tough, being able to just look at one little tiny thing and Mm -hmm. which is hard to do. Mm-hmm. It is. It is really hard to do. And it goes along with my next one of what it is not. It's not like, it's not something that should feel forced or insincere because then it's not really working. And, it's, and it, it's hard to like, if you're like feeling despair or depression or grief or powerlessness, it's hard to go from those feelings all the way over to gratitude. That's like a really big emotional journey to go on. Yes. And if we, if you do go from despair to gratitude in a second, you're probably pretending or forcing it, or it's something that's insincere. So it's a journey that you go on uh, every now and then in order to really get there and feel it. Yeah. We try to go for just a feeling of sense of thankfulness for the opportunities and experiences that life offers. This is kind of like not putting up that resistance to Mm -hmm. life, you know, going, wow, I almost looking for the learning. Sometimes this is a little bit of that maybe um, silver lining kind of attitude to have a Mm -hmm. little bit, you know, you don't have to go to the extremes that I go to, but being able to go like, what is is there a, a learning opportunity here? Something that I can be grateful for. I always think of that, um, uh, farmer and the horse parable about what's good, what's bad. Have you heard this one? Mm -mm. Oh, where there there's a, a farmer who has horses. He raises horses and one day is all of his horses break 
free and, and escape. And his neighbor comes over and goes, oh my God, all your horses left. This is so bad. What a terrible day. The farmer goes, what's good? What's bad? The next day the horse returns and not alone, but also brought wild horses with it, like followed this other horse. The farmer next door neighbor comes over and goes, oh my God, this is so amazing. What a good day. You have so many more horses. Farmer goes, what's good? What's bad? The next day the, they're breaking the horses in and the uh, a farmer's son gets bucked off the horse and breaks his leg. Neighbor comes over and is like, oh my God, what a bad day. This is so terrible. Farmer goes, what's good? What's bad? Next day, the military comes to town and they're collecting all able young, able-bodied young men to join in the war. And the neighbor goes, oh my gosh, this is so good. Your, your son didn't have to go to war. The farmer goes, oh, what's good? What's bad? And we could go, we could do sure. this forever. <laughs> and it just shows right. you that we, we do not label we can't label things good bad and instead we practice well i'm grateful that my son's here right now i'm grateful that he didn't break both legs i'm grateful that you know mm-hmm. we still whatever it is and right. and that's how you re- you resist the, the suffering and yeah the pain <laughs> look at you sarah you know a lot about gratitude that's there, a, some people always ask me like, what's your specialty in your practice? Should I just start saying gratitude? Man? I think you should. Yeah. I know. Like it, you want to really be grateful in your life. I, I'm your gal. Let's take a quick time out and talk about one of our favorite sponsors. Uh, in case you haven't heard me talk about care of before and its benefits, it is a subscription service that ships high quality, personalized vitamins, supplements, powders, all the stuff you need to like be living your best life to your door every single month. Uh, we've talked about this in the podcast. Consistency is important. And I cannot be remembering to re-up pretty much anything any month. I need something to just make it easy, show up at my door, and just like, you know, we all do, change happens. I change. My needs change. And so they have these handy little tests that you can go on and just like take a little fun quiz, just like we do in the back, used to do in the back of the magazines when we were like, teenagers. Yeah. It's like a customized little test so that you get to take so that they send you stuff that's specific and made for what your needs are in the moment. Uh, the back of the magazine quizzes. I don't know if our listeners actually know what you're talking about. They do. Emo- they do. <laughs> do I know they? it. I know they do. Uh, and they're going like to go to care of to just to try it out to see if it's the same. I know. If you want to feel nostalgic, yes. get, get those back of the magazine quizzes. Or maybe for you, it's like the BuzzFeed quizzes or those <gasps> yes. old like Facebook quizzes. We all love a good quiz. They have the most adorable, cute quizzes. And at the end of these quizzes, it's not just telling you who your Sex in the City character is. That really isn't <laughs> right. going to help you at all in life. It's actually telling you how you can be healthy and feel better uh, daily. Uh, and like Sarah said, I love to log in and retake that quiz all the time to see if I should like adjust which vitamins and supplements I should be taking. So for 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code thischanges50. For 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code thischanges50. Uh, Another thing it's not is it's not just that you should be like focusing on material possessions or superficial Mm -hmm. aspects of life, kind of like what you were saying with the movie that you were watching. Like you can just get into a place of really having gratitude for hearing the birds chirping outside of your window Um, because you know that like anything and everything might be lost, which sounds really scary. So if you focus on what you do have, even the little things, whether they're relationships or your everyday routines or feeling comfy and cozy – 
um, then that can make you feel a lot of gratitude. But I think it's like we're in this world where there's like consumerism <laughs> is a thing. So yes. it's easy for me to like feel really thankful for my very shiny iPhone because Apple is telling me that I should feel <sighs> thankful for it. Such right. So I need point. to like keep on spending money and that's the only way I can have gratitude and thankfulness. That is not the case. Yeah. You know, that, that's like a, 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 my last one on what it is, is a nice little piggyback on that. Gratitude can help you appreciate the interconnectedness of life and the role that others play in our journey. I think that if you can, if you want to know somewhere to start and you feel like, oh, well, it is hard for me to, to not get stuck on that kind of consumers. I'm like, oh, I'm grateful for my stuff kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Look at the small actions that other people do in your daily, like when you go to the grocery store and somebody's putting groceries into a bag for you, be grateful that you have somebody there. Oh, it's Mm -hmm. nice that this person did that. That's it. Boom. Appreciation for connectedness and, and other humans and how they show up and whatever it is like that. Is it can branch off into more thoughts of gratitude too? Wow, it's so I'm so grateful that I have a grocery store that I could go to. That you know, I how'd I get to this grocery store? Driving my car, that's pretty cool too. You know, and mm-hmm. like the you could start with how others, and it don't even have to be. I, I can hear people go like, oh, but I feel so alone, and you know, I I am, don't have my family around, or mm-hmm. I don't have a partner, and I just feel lonely. Trust me, you are interacting with other humans during the day and there's something that someone is doing that you just have to open your eyes to see in a different way Mm -hmm. that you can help. Like, Yeah, and that's the thing that goes along with my final point is that it... Uh, ideally, gratitude is not a temporary or fleeting emotion that only occurs during like positive events because then you're just sort of like waiting for something positive to happen yes. to you, which there's, there could be plenty of positive things that are happening to you, but then you don't have power or control over it. Then you're just sort of at the mercy of randomly having a positive thing happen to you. So if you do go to the grocery store, which feels like a chore, which feels boring, which feels like um, wasting your time sometimes, but if you go in there with like the intention is to have gratitude for this experience, you will start to have a lot more gratitude for it. So developing this into like your daily routine can be a super powerful experience. And thank you for that segue because, you know, I, I often read these like therapy sort of style, like self-help books. You know, so many of us do, we've talked about the book attached. We've talked about so many on here where it'll give you the, the, uh, problem. Here are all the symptoms. Here's the, the, mm-hmm. here's what's up. And then it's like, all right, <laughs> go out and be a person. You're like, uh, what about the prescription? What about, what am I supposed to do? What's the do right. stuff? What's the action? So I thought we'd take the, the rest of the episode to talk about how to do this in a more practical way. What are some like tools that you can use as, you know, a little person out there practicing gratitude in the world mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, put, put some of these yeah, so that hopefully it. you're sending us messages later going, Oh, thank you guys so much for that gratitude episode. <laughs> it helped me so much. Just like, don't you think it, it just shifts the the focus? Like remember a few episodes ago, I talked about the guy from burning man who said, do you have, you have one at all times in life? You have one foot in a pile of shit and one hand on an ice cream cone. 
Mm-hmm. And depending on what you're looking at, the sh- foot and shit or the ice cream cone, <laughs> our view and our, our outlook right. can be totally different. This is kind of like, yeah. just peek over there at the ice cream cone you're holding. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about how to do this in real life. How do you do it, Sarah? Give us an example. Give us a tip. Well, I think number one is exactly what uh, my professor had us do during that 16 week gratitude course, and that's keep a journal. Mm-hmm. If you are anything like me, or you are a, a, a somebody who's interested in self-growth, you probably have a hundred blank journals <laughs> around your house. I know you do. Yeah. Jeff, are you one of these people? No, I am not. Wow. Uh, you don't have uh, any blank, any like extra zero journal? blank journals. I know a lot of people who do, but I'm not one of those people. No. Wow. Yeah. No I have a lot of, no, um, books. <laughs> no, I have probably over 2000 open notes in my notes app. Okay. On my that's it. So that's the same how I do th- it. But <laughs> you're a tech version of the same. That's, that's the same. I just don't want okay. the physical clutter. Like, okay, I see, stuff it all into my phone. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna say, if you are just getting started, in the same way that if 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 this were like a physical workout, somebody who is maybe like new to working out might have to go to a gym because there's a little mm-hmm. more tools available for you versus somebody who's like knows what they're doing can just like do a workout using whatever equipment they have. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Stick with me here. Uh, I I think that there's something really powerful about physically writing it out, especially if starting a gratitude practice is something you want to do. And if you're new to this, that when you physically see yourself writing something out, your brain sees that it activates a different part of your brain too when you write something. So then being able to look back and read it in your own handwriting is very powerful. So I would say a a physical gratitude journal is such a good way. I mean, again, well, like harm reduction, I guess. So if you need to do, uh, put it in your notes, you put it in your notes. Or if you feel like I'm at, you know, practicing gratitude 2.0 level, you know, advanced, put it in your notes. But if you're like, I just want to get started on this, Take out a piece of paper, number it one, two, three, and at the end of the day or beginning of the day, whichever makes you, whatever time of day you feel energized or like you have, I don't know, like time to just take a moment for yourself. Some people feel that in the morning. Some people feel in the evening. Heck, if you're feeling that in the middle of the day, I don't know who you are, but you can do it (laughs) in the middle of the day too. And one, two, three write three things you're grateful for. It doesn't have to be an entire essay, just like a mm-hmm. bullet points or just one word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, I support that. I do. I also believe that if you actually physically write it down in a notebook, it has a stronger effect on yeah. your brain Imagine. and your mind and yeah, your reality. So I, but yeah, I'm, I'm one of those people that's just sort of yeah. like very advanced. I just have to kind of <laughs> Yeah, like that's it. Your advanced practice. I'm type like, it real I, quick I into need... my notes app. Mm-hmm. 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 I also, we also suggest that you not only like, uh, feel grateful privately, but you also express it to other people like your loved ones about how much you appreciate them or even uh, keep on going analog with Sarah and physically <laughs> write a thank you note. Oh uh, my God. 
to someone who has helped you. Remember notes like passing them in class or putting them on the windshield of someone you like? Like it's such a cute, beautiful thing to do. Does anything feel better than like when you get a a card in the mail from somebody and you know, it's like holiday season. So you have addresses, people are sending you stuff, you know, you maybe have yet those extra cards blank on the inside, you know, just fill out a little, mm-hmm, shoot it in mm-hmm. the, yeah, that's such a good one. I forget about that. I'm, I would, I think that sounds like a, you know, I'm usually anti new year's resolutions, but I do like to make like a theme for the year mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. yeah, like card writing and, and letter writing could be yes, really fun. Yeah, exactly. And there's like a cute card shop right by my house that only has hilarious, like, it's so funny. So I love that. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, okay. What else will help? Uh, you know, we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier that practicing gratitude can also, it's like one of those a rising tide floats all ships situation mm-hmm. where the practice of gratitude, like I was saying with the hearing can help also practice mindfulness. It can mm-hmm. help you be present in the moment and it works in that direction or the opposite direction. When you just stop and you're present in the moment, it helps all the things that you uh, maybe can be grateful for come into like your frame yeah, of mind. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we also think that you should make it a habit. Um that this is like, it might be something that you feel like you're forcing at first because it's yeah. not part of your routine, but if you keep on doing it as often as you possibly can, daily would be amazing. Then it eventually becomes a daily routine. Um, and it's just something that's kind of like ingrained into your, into your normal habits, which is super powerful. Yeah. yeah. That was one of the, I think the, the most and powerful is such a good word for it. That was what I think my professor really wanted to illustrate and, and the point he wanted to drive home by having us, by creating an assignment for it, making gratitude like mm-hmm. homework, because mm-hmm. we also were, were simultaneously doing like different assessments of our stress and our own well being, and looking at, and you forget what your answers are after 16 weeks or whatever. And you, you saw everybody who practiced this, everybody who participated and really, you know, gave it 100% saw significant Hmm. improvement, marked improvement in their scores. So it was like, oh, this is undeniable. This I'm I'm moving closer to finals week and my stress is going down. How is this possible? What has (laughs) changed? Oh, my gratitude practice. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I really hope that that we have given you guys some good tools and some good uh, uh, I don't know, like tips and tricks for practicing yeah. gratitude. It's one of those things that's like, ha- have you heard that poem? Everything I needed to know I learned in kindergarten. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It feels like similar to that. It's like it is the, it's the basics. We forget about these basics, like back to, you know, being human yes. 101 we need to do. And, exactly. Yeah. And just, just to, We've we've been kind of saying this throughout the episode, but I want to end it with like, um, 
if somebody is struggling and going through a hard time, you shouldn't just be like, well, what are you thankful mm. for? That is the definition of toxic positivity. Thank that you is so much. validating their experience, right? Like that, that is when it's not useful. We're talking about just like use this for yourself yes. when it makes sense and to not force it onto other people that are not fucking asking for it. That was a very important point. Yes. yes. I say you feel like that. Oh, we'll be like, well, you just need to practice gratitude. Oh yeah. Oh, this God, is not a to... prescription for, for anybody to be handing out to anybody else. That is, we, we can't do it for somebody else. We can't encourage somebody else to do it. It has to be right. in, in internally, like intrinsically motivated. Like that we hope that listening to this episode plants a seed inside you to be able to feel like you can practice gratitude in your own life, but mm-hmm. that, yeah, that's where it's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is our disclaimer. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we're really thankful that you're all here and listening, and we would have so much gratitude for you if you uh, reviewed our show and gave us five stars. Yes, give us some some like practice some gratitude towards towards uh, share it. You know, yeah, exactly. I just was like, don't prescribe it, and I'm like, go out and do it. <laughs> I know, basic, whatever. But, you know, that's kind of our job, so. Exactly. All right, friends, have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and we'll see you next time. Bye.